Easter. Four days of outdoor adventures, work in the garage or doing stuff around the home or even in the garden. you got to love that. Bring on the jobs and pile them up. 101 long weekend jobs ready to tackle. You could be in the outdoors, putting your four-wheel drive to the test, tearing down an internal wall or maybe putting a new one up, or even repurposing an old wine barrel for an outdoor table. Whatever the task over Easter, Trojan Tools are up for the job. Trojan Tools. Quality tools at DIY prices backed by a lifetime warranty. Available in store or online at Bunnings Warehouse. Trojan. Tools built tough. The AFL season is underway and you can now watch every game of every round live on KO. Games of the round include Carlton vs Richmond on Thursday night. These games don't get much bigger than this and no matter where these teams are on the ladder, it's always a blockbuster. On Friday night, it's Collingwood vs Sydney. Speaking of big games, these two do not play a bad one, especially with Brody Grundy and Taylor Adams now playing for the Swans against their old mob, the Pies. And on Saturday afternoon, it's Essendon vs Hawthorne. The line in the sand. Gee whiz, this could be exciting two young up-and-coming teams watch live now with no ad breaks in play 4k capabilities have arrived you can now watch selected afl games in detail so clear you think you're part of the action new to ko get on board and start your free trial today ladies and gentlemen welcome back to dylan friends 2024 there is no better way to kick off the season with one of our favorites of all time if not our favorite emma murray high performance mindfulness Absolute star. If you haven't listened to any of her podcasts, what have you been doing with your life? And this is her, I think, fourth time on the show now. Fourth time on the show. Love starting the year with her. It's such a good way to start, reflect, and set ourselves up for a big year. I need this more than anyone, which has been huge. So, yeah, we went through our ins and outs for 2024. Had an awesome chat about so many cool topics. Em, as I said, uh, she's just so real, so authentic, and um, I love everything about what she's doing and makes it so easy for us. And even after this episode, she gave me a call and said she wants to come back on for a Teach Me Please episode this year to go through some more stuff we spoke about today. But I hope you enjoy this one. Hope it uh, relates to you in some way. And if it does... Let us know, shoot us a message or an email at uh, mailbag at dylanfriends.com and yeah, let us know what you think. IllyXX. Hi fam, it's Dylan's mum, Deborah. This is Dylan Friends. It's about time I sat down with my son and yeah. had a decent <laughs> chat. This is going to be right. They don't actually know who I am, but when they watch me play football, I don't think many people do like me. A tribute band, Queen, so they played two songs for Pre-game. us. Pre-game. Pre-game. <laughs> Anyway. What? So real, Dill. I looked down and there's this shark biting my left leg. Joe. And I turned around and it was Kobe. No one misses eight weeks of footy with a jarred knee. Yeah, I'm like, it's got no friends, got no friends. And I thought, you know what? <laughs> I cannot miss this opportunity to get on the Dill and Friends podcast. Emsky Dudes, how are you, my friend? I'm good. So good to see you again. Happy New Year. I know. Merry Christmas. When do you think you have to, when do you say Happy New Year? New Year. I haven't seen you since last year. I know, but is it like, what if we (laughs) saw each other for the first time in March? Would you still say Happy Uh, New Year? I don't know. It's hard, isn't it? Isn't it? I missed you. Missed you too. I want to say thank you for all your love and support last year as well. Yeah. No, it was good. We got close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big year for you. It was a big year for me, wasn't it? Um, And I appreciate you being there by my side. Yeah. Babies can bring a whole lot of stuff up for people. Fucking hell. Did it what? Yeah. Jesus Christ. It was... um. It was a crazy year. Hey, I'm like, it was it was unbelievable. We'll unpack everything today yes. since last time we spoke. But um, we, I love starting the year with you. And I think that it's become now a three-year tradition of doing so. Yeah. And I think it's just the best way. Everyone's asking, when's the pod back? When's them back for it? One, to go through our years and sort of set it up. And I love that we, when I say we, you know, you've taught me a lot about this. But let's cut through the bullshit and we'll just talk about what we're doing this year. Sounds good. Love that. Should we look back? 
I think we do first. look back. Yeah. So, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> so, I'm just looking at my question here. Um, recap of last year, we did a really cool exercise, which I actually did this year with Juz, by the way. Ah. So, it was the one where we spoke about what do we want out of the following. So, it was like relationships, work, business, finance, physical um, health, emotional health, spiritual health. And I did this by myself, but then I actually also thought like, well, I've got to do this with Juz too so that we're aligned. And like one thing about having a baby, which has been the biggest thing for me is I've always been really proactive with my calendar and organizing things and making sure I'm on top of stuff. But now, you know, you're not the most important person. She's not the most important person. We've yeah. got this little thing, you know, in between us that pulls us left, right and center. And we all want our autonomy and our things in life. So I think we have to get really aligned on that this year yeah. um, as a part of that. So yeah, we went through that. If you haven't heard it, please go back and listen because it's still relevant. Um, oh, that's relevant every year yeah. is to work out what you want so that during the year it's like a compass when yeah. you're, you know, the point of the exercise was when you're giving your energy and time to something really questioning, does this fit? Does this really, you know, fit with who I want to be and what I want to achieve? So yeah. um, full marks for you doing that work because when you have a baby sleep deprived and, you know, exhausted and a whole new focus, the easiest thing to do is put the, those sort of things to the side and mm. just get into onto the treadmill of having a baby and the fact that you did the work. Very good. Thank very you. Very good. Gold well, star. I wouldn't you. say that it was, you know, it's not as easy as it sounds and it probably doesn't even sound easy, but, you know, today we're going to talk about our ins and outs yes. for like 2024, which we love. It's like a trend on TikTok we, and we're doing it on the pod. Did Tessa um, okay, give us, yeah, yeah. how yeah, did yeah. this come about? Because you sort of produced this episode. I know, right? Yeah. Well, I didn't. We have to give credit to her. As you know, I get anxiety being the first guest because I tell myself this story that no one wants to hear from me again. I've run out of things to talk about. And <laughs> How do you think uh, I do this every week, man? Tell the same stories. Yeah. <laughs> and so I rang Tess, she's 24, and I said to her, what should I talk about? What do you want to hear on the podcast? She said, oh, I think I, I think I answered you the same way last time. Last year, mum, I want you to talk about how not to hate your life. You know, <laughs> Tess is 24 in her first, you know, corporate job. And, and then we hung up. That was the extent of her advice. And she rang back and she said, you know how ins and outs are like a trend on TikTok at the moment? I don't have TikTok. Mm, I'm like, no, I don't know that. She explained the concept and she said, I think you and Dill should do your ins and outs. Yeah. And I really struggled at the start. I looked up what some celebrity <laughs> ins and outs mm. were, didn't like any of them. <laughs> then when I sat and really got into it, I couldn't stop. It was great. It's Loved pretty, like, this task. Yeah, when you get into it and yeah. you really think about it, it's actually a pretty cool way to actually write things down. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. So much more productive than a New Year's resolution because you actually, um, yeah, the the ins and the outs, I guess, what you want to do and what you don't. I yeah, loved it. Love it. Um, before we get into our ins and outs, let's do our learnings mm. from 2023. Yeah. Can I explain why taking learn learnings is so important? Please. Because it doesn't, particularly in the performance environment, when we take a learning from something, that is when we grow and we carry that learning into the next moment. That is actually how we get better and how we improve our performance. Too often people just reflect on their actions that they took, how many goals I kicked, you know, the time I ran in the race. And we look at our actions and because of our human wiring, we just criticize them. We drop into that self-criticism like, oh, I'm hopeless and I didn't get enough, you know, didn't 
kick enough, didn't touch the ball enough. And we don't actually critique, well, what did I learn from that game? What were the positive learnings that I took away? And I learned things like I can have a shocker, but my teammates still support me. I learned that, you know, um, that I'm actually okay at playing in the rain. I didn't kick six goals, but my hands were pretty clean. Like when we actually take the learnings from the moment from the situation, we carry those learnings into the next moment. When we just criticise, if you're looking back on 2023 saying, oh, I didn't get fit and I didn't do this and I should have done that, then you take that criticism, self-criticism into your next year, next moment, and that is not growth. So learnings are key. Winning or learning? Oh, yeah. No losing. Yeah, okay. Winning or learning? Yeah. Pitbull. Right, but you can win up. and learn. No, that's what it is. It's winning and winning or learning. Right. So instead of losing, you don't lose, you learn. Yeah, I like it. One thing that's um I feel like I've always been quite aware of this, but definitely over the last couple of years been really prevalent, probably because I've been working with you so well on this, but I will always allow myself to make mistakes. Always. I'm I, I feel like I'm quite good at making mistakes and I often allow myself to do that but I only get down on myself if I make it twice because it's that whole thing of like allow yourself to make the mistake you only learn from making mistakes were you like this in football no can you imagine if you were how your career would have been pretty fucking good yeah, yeah, not delisted. But there you, you go. <laughs> <laughs> had to get that it, it in for 2024. Well, there might in. be new listeners. They might not know that you were delisted. <laughs> no, de- that's de- true. I'll bring it up most weeks. So I think they will. I've actually been told to stop bringing up my career. What? Because it wasn't worthy of talking well, about? Well, I think they're just sick of me sort of talking about it. Fair? Uh, not really. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, when you're learning. So that's my new okay. one. Making mistakes, yeah. but learning from them. You've got to make mistakes to learn. So yeah. I think we're clear on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say my biggest learning from last year was you can uh, talk to Emma Murray, you can have a podcast with psychologists, you can pretend you're meditating and doing all this stuff, but unfortunately, unless you actually go and do the work, and I hate that saying of do the work, but what I mean by that is you actually seek support, ask for help, go and try and better yourself, you're mm-hmm. not going to improve in certain aspects. And that for me would have been 100% um, anxiety for me and not even anxiety, but just dealing with, you know, my emotional state. Like I'm ve- I was, a, I still am a very emotional person, um, very reactive to things. Also, you know, was in a trap of probably getting super anxious and highly uh, strung up on certain things that mm-hmm. I just continually forever pushed away and then realized that this is just not going to serve me anymore by doing this and it wasn't not an easy thing at all but just like for probably two years now I've consistently seeked a lot of support in that um, facet we'll always have to do that but consistently locking myself into doing it even when I didn't want to yeah I learned a lot yeah I think you made an important point there when you talked about sort of really for you that it was anxiety and I think we need to be able to have awareness around what's going on for us to actually do the work. A lot of people are not doing the work because they don't 
take the time to pay attention to what they're thinking, what they're feeling, that are stuck in these stories and stuck in these feelings that are so habitual. So the first step of doing the work is actually getting the awareness of what you need to, so what's not serving you. Mm. Um, And that can be just from, again, not getting to the end of the day and criticising yourself. You know, I slept in, I didn't go to the gym and I was terrible in that work meeting. Hang on, what was I thinking and feeling? Mm oh, I was really anxious and that's why I didn't share in that team meeting and I was just exhausted and feeling so down and it's why I didn't get up and go to the gym. Oh, maybe that's what I need to deal with rather than just having to deal with the fact that I've told myself I'm lazy and not disciplined. How do you think you can um, get better awareness of your thoughts? Deliberately pay attention. We call it in mindfulness meta-attention, which is called having attention on your attention. Mm. Actually, when you're... Reflect on things where you have a um, repeated negative emotion. So I'm always frustrated, you know, when I'm asked to do that at work or I'm always when it is a big game, um, always on the weekend when I actually play a game versus training, I'm getting really um, nervous and I'm not performing at my best. Start to look at where the repeated patterns of this negative emotion emotion and unhelpful behaviours are pick them up and have a look at them rather than just going, oh, that's who I am Mm. and that's, you know, I always choke in big games and actually look at what's going on for me. Why am I feeling like this? What am I saying to myself? What do I believe is true in this moment? And that's what you're doing the work around. Um, If you're always, you know, getting frustrated that your kids aren't helping you and the kids don't do anything around the house and you're yelling at your kids... To look at that and really look at, well, what's the story I'm telling myself about the kids, that they're lazy and they don't care and they don't respect me? Well, that those stories are what you need to get to the bottom of and do the work around, mm. not necessarily just making the kids do more. I like it. Well, I mean, your kids aren't doing anything at the moment. Not much. Nothing, but no. He's very, uh, very big into, um, uh, he likes to pinch my nipples. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Very painful. Like it's <laughs> no, it's quite if funny because Jazz given me ten guesses of what he's really. Yeah, into, I don't know. Like we're just because every morning we bring him come. in in the bedroom and like it's very funny. You know what it's like with it? you just want him to be happy and they yeah, laugh yeah. and it's the only thing he laughs at is when he like grabs my nipple and squeezes it. And I really love that he's happy about it, but it fucking actually like really hurts. And like it gets to the stage where I have like cuts. On my, but Jazz loves it too. She she finds it funny. Yeah. So I'm sort of like, is this my role just to be in constant A pain? Nipple. What what would you how would you define that role? Mm. Nipple twists, provider. Like Nipple provider. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that might not make the podcast. But um, what's your what's your biggest learnings from twenty three? Oh gosh, I don't even know where to start, dear. Like twenty twenty three was a really big year for me, and how I would phrase the learning, um, and we and we, you know, didn't plan to talk about this, so. I don't have it scripted, but I learned how important it is to have that awareness around your needs, but then to actually take action on that despite what we've been conditioned to think is right. Mm. So early last year, uh, my husband and I, I guess you could say, started the process of separating. I sound a bit like Gwyneth, where we were very, <laughs> very consciously mm. separating. You know, and the statistics of divorce after trauma and after specifically after spinal cord injuries, something like, you know, higher than 60%. And I think, um, you know, my biggest learning is the importance of 
making sure that you honour your growth rather than just longevity. So really asking yourself, is this serving me? Are we both growing? Are we both getting what we need out of this relationship? And if we're not, then really um, not feeling like we have to bow down to the longevity of marriage over the growth of marriage. Does that mm. even make sense? It completely makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, there's these societal conditions that you stay married because that's what you do. But I feel like we're sort of releasing each other to go and grow in whichever way. But for us and the way that we've gone about it, and maybe we've been able to go about this because there's no deceit, no one's hurt, mm. um, is that when we had children, we made a commitment to have a family unit together. So we are still very connected on that. And that looks like, you know, Sunday dinners look the same and Christmas look the same. And we probably see as much of each other as we always have. Um, and I feel like if we could, it's interesting because when you tell people that, that you're separating, their response, I think your response was, yeah. oh, that's so sad. Like, I'm really sorry for you. And it's like, well, the, this was not a sad, it's the, the change in the family unit you could say is sad or maybe you could say, hey, this is the best thing for our family unit yeah. and this is certainly the best thing for us. And, yeah, so for me I've had to spend so much time really thinking about am I staying in this situation because that's what society tells me I have to do, what's best for me, what's best for us. Um, and we've both done that thinking, what's best for the kids. Yeah, so was a learning in that? Did I throw a learning into that? I've learned so much. 100%. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I think you've well, – I just want to go back. I don't think I did say that to you, but um, I, think, <laughs> I think I said – I think I said something like, I'm here for you if you need. Uh, you uh, maybe did. someone else – I think your first response was, that's so sad, I'm here for you. I don't think I said that's so sad. But I think I, I said – maybe anyway, I did. Anyway, that's but, okay. Uh, but it's actually yeah, a really yeah. good point, like, to not say things like that, is it? Like, Well, I mean, I think – we are trying to express our yeah, support, support to someone. Yeah. And for a lot of people, I think separation is sad. But I certainly know you feel a little bit – I feel a bit uncomfortable in saying it's not sad because that makes me go, I'm, I'm not honouring the relationship. Yeah. I've had so many sad days. You know, you have a lot of sadness around the dreams you had and the, and the family unit what you thought it was going to look like. Mm. But I also think it's really exciting for our family that we can continue to grow in ways that serve us better but still keep that family unit together. Then yeah. I think that's really great that we get to experience life not just all doing what we're doing because, you know, of the longevity clause yeah. that we all sign. I, I completely um understand what you're saying and yeah. I, I agree with what you're saying like I think for me uh you know I'm really lucky in in a relationship at the moment that we through I think the last few years of just connected it's like being really present of those things of being like hey this isn't something where you just do it and you just guaranteed this is forever anymore I don't think no. people agree with that thing because we all have lives now that we want to live and if anything it's so respectable for both you and Nick to like actually come to that part and go you know what this isn't serving us anymore like we can both become better versions of ourselves and still be amicable and be those people like yeah. i've seen it firsthand with my mum and dad like they're not together anymore 
still amicable and almost as a pet as a kid in that relationship i'm like at the start it was like fuck that was hard but then i'm like hey these two are happier now and we're all happier together i mean as i talk about this obviously i haven't talked about it publicly yeah um i don't know if you do this on podcast but i start imagining all what people are thinking as i'm telling that story and you know I, I use that term Gwyneth because she had the conscious uncoupling of with Chris Martin. But and so I'm thinking that everyone's judging me right now that I'm saying it's amicable and it was for really well thought out reasons. And but I would love us as a society to spend more time really looking at we've got this life once, you mm. know. I can't change spinal cord injury, but I can change if the job I'm in or the marriage that I'm in or the friendship that I'm in, that I'm not growing and it's not getting the most for me or my employer or my friend, like that we just keep doing the same stuff because we think, well, we should. Mm. And just because we can doesn't mean we should, you know? Easter, four days of outdoor adventures, work in the garage or doing stuff around the home or even in the garden. you got to love that. Bring on the jobs and pile them up. 101 long weekend jobs ready to tackle. You could be in the outdoors, putting your four-wheel drive to the test, tearing down an internal wall or maybe putting a new one up, or even repurposing an old wine barrel for an outdoor table. Whatever the task over Easter, Trojan Tools are up for the job. Trojan Tools. Quality tools at DIY prices backed by a lifetime warranty. Available in store or online at Bunnings Warehouse. Trojan. Tools built tough. The AFL season is underway and you can now watch every game of every round live on KO. Games of the round include Carlton vs Richmond on Thursday night. These games don't get much bigger than this and no matter where these teams are on the ladder, it's always a blockbuster. On Friday night, it's Collingwood vs Sydney. Speaking of big games, these two do not play a bad one, especially with Brody Grundy and Taylor Adams now playing for the Swans against their old mob, the Pies. And on Saturday afternoon, it's Essendon vs Hawthorne. The line in the sand. Gee whiz, this could be exciting. Two young up-and-coming teams. Watch live now with no ad breaks in play. 4K capabilities have arrived. You can now watch selected AFL games in detail so clear you think you're part of the action. New to KO? Get on board and start your free trial today. Do you think as well, like, one thing I really love about you and obviously your family and and everything you're about as that team, as you were saying, yes, it's it's not as connected as it was in terms of a couple, but it's still a team Hmm, fortress. Yeah, absolutely. Is it you look at you and you look at the things that you're about and, you know, in my words, it's like no bullshit mindfulness in a sense. Like you're this mum for like a lot of the people that listen to the show because you give this advice, but it's like you're actually listening to your own advice too, which is really cool. Are you proud of that? Because well, it could be, it's easy to stay in something, isn't it? Oh, well, it's hard to Sorry. stay in something when yeah. you don't want to be there. Now, you know, I'm sure there's many people listening right now going, well, easy for you. I can't get out because of my financial yeah. situation yeah. or, you know, whatever the situation. So that's hard being in something that you can't get out of. That's it's, right. I, I meant that, but yeah, no, I know you did. Yeah, I just wanted to clarify yeah, it before. Did, Again, I sit going, everyone's thinking Yeah, no, I, I don't do that enough. So I need screaming, to. saying, it's not easy. It's not um, easy it's, it's not easy, but it's safe and it's comfortable. Um, And as humans, we're wired for comfort. It's like, I know this, I'm here, I know how the bills are getting paid, I know what roof's over my head. So, you know, we, we stay. I have thought a lot about whether I'm a failure in what I teach and the mindfulness space because mm. I'm no longer in a marriage. Now, that 
that's ridiculous. Like, yeah. I think it's actually my mindfulness skills and, you know, Nick's self-awareness that we can actually take the time to look at what we need. And it was a moment, actually. Do you know who Mo Gort is? No. Um, so Mo, Mo Gort was a former AI, um, head of AI for Google. And he has written, I should, before I go, do you know who Mo Gort is? Be able to name his podcast, name his book. This show's not about that. <laughs> But we I don't can't. do that here. No, uh, I've tried for too so, long. It's just too hard to and do that stuff. Yeah, I Google don't. Him. Google yeah. him. He's Everyone out there. Google yeah. him. He's out there. He has a very high rating podcast, a book. He's like the happiness expert okay. or, you know. Mogart. Like Mo Mozart. Mogort. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not like Mozart. <laughs> so Jesus. he had a son. His son went in for a routine um, surgery mm. to have his appendix out and he died on the table. Wow. And Mo was like this academic, this very science, all about formulas and AI. And so he went about trying to create a formula for happiness. And that's turned into a podcast and a book and everything else. And on one of his podcasts, he was talking about him and his wife separating because after trauma, they just found that they were in different places. And, I, you know, it was listening to that that nearly gave me permission to go, no, this is, you know, it, it can be done. And he was talking about how he went about it, which sounds very similar to how we have, and that it's like, well, he's an ha- expert on happiness and he's mm. saying, you know, it wasn't right for us. We wanted different things. We're growing in different direction. And trauma sucks. Like, And I'm so we all have sort of a trauma story to tell at some level. Um, but when it really comes in a way that changes the whole dynamic of your family, how you go about your day-to-day lives, and you were talking about the work you and Jazz do together, you know, Nick and I would be lucky to get, in those early days of mm-hmm. spinal cord injury, you know, five minutes where you're not in hospitals and doing research and trying to get funding and, you know, caring. And so, yeah, I guess Mogort made me go... I'm not unusual to feel yeah. the way I feel. And it doesn't mean you're a failure in this space if, um, you know, if you act on something that we traditionally think is that we've labeled as failure. I don't even know if I'm making sense. You're 100% making sense. Yeah. Um, I know this doesn't mean much coming from me because I, it's relative to the situation. I would never know what the ins mm. and outs are of anyone's relationship as you do. And we're not even this topic it's almost like chop the heads off and just talk about it in mm. general is like what you're talking about now is we've done a lot of stuff on this show and i'm not just saying this but like that is going to help so many people in their relationships at the moment just ask the right questions even as well and yeah. it doesn't have to come to any stage but i just appreciate what you're saying because it's it's something that a lot of people will question and go through and it can spark certain things before you get yeah. to different points. Like. I think a lot of people have a lot of noise in their head, as I said, whether it's about a job or yeah. um, about a marriage or, you know, playing for a certain team. They have a lot of noise in their head. I should stay, you know, but I don't want to stay and what's the right thing to do and just sitting in that noise and constantly going over and over and over it can create you know, a lot of anxiety, but also a lot of resentment. Mm-hmm. You know, you can start really resenting your job and it's not – your employees, you know, your employer's fault all the time, but you can get very resentful, resentful to your partner because you're stuck in all of this stuff. 
And, you know, it's just better to take it out, look at it and ask what's right for you, not what's right for what everyone else thinks. Yeah. Well, literally goes back to what you were saying earlier as well when I was asking, like, how do you become aware of your mm. thoughts? And, like, that's yeah something that you've had to probably sit in in the last... Yeah, and still, like, admittedly, separating from a partner even when it's amicable mm. and for the right reasons, it's really hard. Like, it's really tough learning to be in your own space and, and do things on your own is... A challenge again there it's those little things that stop us from making these big decisions um so yeah the whole experience has taught me that um you know i can do a lot of things i didn't think i mm. was capable of doing um has also taught me that we've raised awesome kids and we yeah. have got a great family unit and you know, we still do and we'll forever have that. So I'm really proud of the way we've done it. Oh, I'm proud of you too. It's Thank awesome. you. No, I, I... Look at us, so proud of our 23s, our 2023s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, you're a star. But I think it's important both with you reflecting on 2023, I know you had some really tough challenges and I know you share a lot, but yeah. like some really um, visceral, real feelings for you that were really hard. Yeah. Um, but you feel proud of you the year because you can look back and see the work you did around that. And I, I think I'm in the same place. Like there were big, hard, real things, but you know, just got on and did what needed to be done. Unfortunately slash fortunately, it's one of those things that like, whenever you go through something that's super difficult and like, it's all relative to what everyone's going through, but in some weird way, there's always something that comes out of it. Yeah. Like, oh, for sure. Like, as you just said, you've learned so much yeah, shit yeah. that, like, you didn't think you could do. Or, yeah. for me, like, I'm just because you're in that place now, mind you, like, with getting better. And I, I say this, like, it's it's a evolution. But yeah, there's so many things that I, when I was doing some stuff last year, and I think around that was just like becoming a dad and all these, like, weird things sort of coming yeah. up. And I remember, you know, having to work with you on a few bits and pieces. And it did get really scary. Like, I was, it was like the weirdest time, right? Because I'd sort of hit this Wanted moment. this baby and, tried everything for this but baby. But even just in business, like done everything that I've ever wanted to do, well, you know, yeah. sustainable and all this. And I was like, just the weirdest time that you'd think something like that would happen when it did. But yeah, um, I think it's just a really strong point of just like whenever something interesting pops up, like when you get yeah. through it, you learn the skills and your awareness and all those things, like something cool is going to come out yeah. the other side. Can I ask you this random question? I yes. thought about it walking along Lawn Beach over summer. I was looking, listening to a podcast, Diary of a CEO, yeah. Stephen Bartlett. Yep. And he he is like, every time he has a guest and they're telling them this stuff, like, don't you think he just sounds like a weapon with his health and yeah. well-being? And, and I was thinking of you as I was listening to him because you have really done a lot of work on yourself over the last couple of years. You have all these guests in and you listen to what they're saying and he obviously does and then he goes away and does them, mm. which you do too. Mm. But is that because you feel like I've got to be authentic to my listeners? Because I was putting myself in your shoes thinking, God, I don't know that I'd do all that. It's Every a, it, single uh, guest I have on suggesting this and that. And you know what? There's such a common theme though. And I think you got to, you can only have certain people that you listen to in life. I think like you can't have 
a hundred bits of information coming in. So you just got to pick the ones that are most relevant. And I think, you know, the the reason I hope I value our relationship so much is I genuinely do believe in everything that you sort of give me like around the tool belt and like adding things in. And that's nearly in itself. We speak about this belt that like you can add mindfulness, you can add like going to the psych, you can add Mm. fucking jujitsu or like walking down the beach or staring out the window, all those things. You just add them and use them when you need them. But you actually, yeah, but you go and do it, right? Like, really, on paper, you're a D-listed AFL player. 41 games. And, (laughs) you know, but you have these guests and actually do the work. And I was listening to him going, is that just a podcast it's just actually interview a thing or like what is it? It's actually, I don't know if I was in your seat, I would do so much work. I think the beauty of this show, and I was literally talking to someone before the, this on this, is having one thing I'm super blessed with, right, is having an audience to keep me accountable. And it's not like they're going to be like, you're a fraud, but realistically, if I do do this and I am talking to you about it and you suggest something, well, like, I've got to try it. And that's it's, what I mean. Do you feel like you have to or you're no, not? No, I have I to, but I, I do want to as anyway, well. But like, on. you know, the funny thing is I started doing um, jujitsu. I've done one session. I fucking... <laughs> That's what I mean. I fucking like, hate jujitsu. Do you just listen like, and go, I'm going to do... Anyway, it's... Yeah. I don't even know why I'm asking. I liked I it. I thought, thought we were vibing. Wa- walking on one <laughs> beach. thinking of me. Um, all right, what's your ins? Oh. Ins are 24. <sighs> do I want to start with like just an easy one? I'm going to start with an easy one. Okay. Teaching my kids useful shit. Okay, I was listening. Oh, useful skills, sorry. Yeah, not useful. Love shit. It. Like useful skills. I heard a throwaway line on a podcast where someone said, Oh, and, you know, my parents just bought me Levi's and all the cool stuff. They didn't actually teach me stuff, useful stuff. And then he went on talking about whatever he was talking about. And I had this moment where I was like, oh, I haven't taught my kids useful skills. Mm. I don't think they know how to clean a toilet or clean a shower, or clean their footy boots. Mm -hmm. No, Nick has taught them how to do that. But do you know what I mean? 100%. It's something I think about a lot. Like, what am I going to pass down to my son? Like, I've often thought I haven't taught them cooking, but I'm like, well, you know, there's recipes and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, who teaches you to clean a toilet? What, besides cleaning things, what do you think you're really good at that you could teach? Oh, maybe that's a problem. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think, like, what are your things that you would necessarily do? Because I think about it for myself and there's not a great deal of skill that I sort of have and I want to add to that. Like, I learnt how to sew a button on. Yeah, okay. It's a good one. I I haven't taught any of my children how to sew sew a button on. Do your kids know how to change a tyre? No. Like, how to get spaghetti bolognese out of a white T-shirt. I don't know how to do that either. That's useful. Yeah. How to get red wine off a tablecloth, off a yeah, couch, off of the carpet. I know how to get um, oil stains out though, eucalyptus oil. Oh, really? Apparently. I would have said dishwashing liquid. Mm. But they're useful, you know? The, the, the life, you know, I, don't, I know we don't like the word hacks, but those miniature sort of little things, they're so interesting. And it's like, for me, just on the male sense, and I know that we're not talking about female males, but you, you meet those guys from the country. Yeah you play footy with and Dawson Simpson comes to mind, for example. And when I was in the car park, I was like, mate, how do I do this? And he comes out and he changes my oil, checks it all. And I'm like, I know. how the fuck? Like, why do I, I know. know how to do that shit? Like, I've got to teach this to someone. Yeah. So do you know I made that one of my things? I can change a battery on a car. I know 
the, how to jumpstart a car yeah. and I know how to change tires. See, and you will teach your son that. Yes. But I'm not doing that very well. You know who taught me that? My father-in-law. Right. Well, mm. really the point of it was this is my year. So by the this time next year when we're on the podcast together, I'm going to say all my children know how to clean a toilet. So really it, it's – I think a lot of these things too, they're like these comments, right? But they go so much deeper. Yes. Because like there's a lesson of that, but then there was also like that connection piece. There's that like teaching them a skill that's like really valuable. Yeah. And like, you know, I sit think about it from my point of view, like my parents have taught me a million things, but it's not like those little things that I can think of mm. that I've learned from them. Yeah. Anyway, that yeah. was my first I one. I liked it. Um, Really cool. Do you want to go into my one? Yeah, yeah, go. Squatting. Uh-huh. Like weights. Ah. Squatting. Oh, my God. I've got getting strong too. Squatting. So physically healthy. As I said earlier, yep. I reckon the last couple of years, business, mm-hmm. uh, mental fortitude, family have been massive focuses. One thing that I've really let myself down, and I won't say – Look, you can only put energy into so many things, so yeah. you've got to forgive yourself and things. But I think my physical health has been something where I haven't had that to a standard where it needs to be. Yeah. And this year, getting back into the gym, moving my body, running, you don't if you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah. Um, and I'm getting to an age now where the metabolism is really slowed down. And I went to a wedding recently oh, and a few of my mates were like, no, it wasn't the suit. It was more around the pool. And, and I... It's just joking with mates, but it was also like, wow, this isn't yeah where I used to be or where I am. And um, not even from that aspect, but I, I just want to feel strong. Yes. I want to feel strong. And I want yeah. a really cool thing that hit me was we were away with my brother-in-law who works uh, in property development and he's super busy, but he always finds time to exercise. And whenever I'm with him, we always run. Yeah. And he's got kids that are older than Max, they're like six, seven. And we were about to go for a run and Jack came out, the oldest, He's like, what are you doing, Dad? And he goes, well, we're going for a run. And I was like, that's fucking cool. Yeah, that is cool. That you are displaying that yeah. in front of a kid Yeah. to have those habits yeah. to see that. So I really want to do that. Yeah, I was down the beach with the dog and there was like a big concrete sort of pipe thing that you had to get, yeah. get over it. And I sort of couldn't, like, do I jump? Do I sit on it and swing my legs over it? And I thought, that is ridiculous. Mm. So, I, yeah, getting strong is fine. I've what, gone back what are you going to do? I've gone and joined a gym. What type? Like a, classes or just your own It's thing? this cool um, gym that's got only 40 members. It's called... It's quite exclusive. I know. Yeah. It's called SLM, Sweat Lift Move. And it's sort of like personal <laughs> training but in groups. Yeah, nice. And the guy just knows his stuff. Yeah, cool. So I it just might be more than forty there now, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's very good. So that was mine, but it's my turn right. again because we were, we had the yeah, same your one. Turn. Yep. Okay, not disguising distractions as must-do tasks. So let me explain this. My big thing, what I've been spending a lot of time with over the last year, is looking at when I get distracted by my phone or food or you know, not going to the gym or whatever, what's really going on for me and what's going on for me is like this 
uncomfortable, unhelpful emotional state. And I think what we do is get in an unhelpful emotional state around something like, oh, I've had a busy day and I've got to go and see the kids and I don't want to go and see the kids. And even though we love them, you know, and then it's like, oh, I must do this email. I must do this piece of work and lock myself away in the office. Or there's a hard piece of work in our jobs that's a really high priority, but we start putting it to the side and working on other little shit, Mm. but it's like, no, we have to do this. But really it's because we're uncomfortable about the thing we're avoiding. So we need to actually get real about what is going on for us and deal with that rather than creating. So this is part of my whole trying not to be busy, busy, busy. I think a lot of my busy, busy, busy is stuff that I'm doing because I'm really uncomfortable around giving myself self-care or... I don't know. Does that even make sense? It does. It completely makes sense. But are you saying you're doing stuff to stay busy to avoid other things? or I think people in their lives have this stuff going on for them, unhelpful thoughts and yep. feelings. You, we, don't, we, we can't sit by ourselves anymore. Right. No. Yeah. And instead of just saying, hey, I don't have the ability to sit with these feelings – we are distracting ourselves by doing all these things that I must do. I mm. must answer this email. I must check this thing on social media. And we feel like that's a good thing to do. Where really, if we're honest, it's like, nah, lean into the uncomfortable feelings yeah. that you've got right now yeah. and deal with those rather than, you know, using these other tasks to disguise the fact that we have poor emotional regulation. It's an incredible point. Did I tell you about that book I read last year, Dare? Remember I told you it really helped me, maybe? I thought one was helping you about a mountain or something. That was a mountain is you. We talk about that too much. Darcy's already laughing. Um, no, this it one was- It wouldn't take long. Yeah, it wouldn't take long. Already in 2024 and <laughs> brought it up again. No, this one was called Dare and it was a strategy, D-A-R-E, right. diffuse, something, da, 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 da. And this one is contradicting what I'm going to say because later, because I'm not going to bring up it's one of my outs for the year is, oh, okay. is acknowledging and talking over talking about anxiety. So we'll talk about that later. Oh, okay. But this one, Dare, talks about the exact thing is the more we actually put things off, yes, the more it manifests and snowballs. So like you yeah. actually have to sit in it. Yeah, You have to learn to sit in it, yes. unfortunately. And yeah. that was the biggest thing I learned last yeah. year. You have okay. to be like, fucking come at me. Yeah, Let's rather go. than going, Bring it. you sitting in the discomfort yeah. and meeting it and leaning into it rather than going, no, but I've got to do this yeah. thing over here yeah. and I really need to pay attention to this over here. Yeah. No, you really need to sit with those feelings and deal yeah, with those. Unfortunately. Um, I've got one, I really like that. I've got one that's quite similar to that, sort of. Um, this one I've tried to adapt in 2023, but I'd say that it was something that picked up but didn't quite nail. Mm-hmm. But this year is going to be a really big thing, um, big theme for me. Eat the frog. Mm. Yeah. You likey? Yeah. Yeah. Do you so, need to you explain that? I can. Eat that frog. Eat the frog. So if someone told you you had to eat a frog for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, you can either eat the frog in the morning, get it done, and move on with your day. Yep. Or you can start work, think about the frog, manifest. You go, no, I'm going to have it for dinner. Push it back. It's just on your mind. It's on your mind. Then you go, oh, actually, I'll have it for dinner tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, and it just stuffs your whole week up, which is probably... Literally how I've lived my life forever. Just like that frog, just like there. Yeah. I just delay, 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 delay till it gets too late. It ends up push. It ends up stuffing someone else in the team up and then ends yeah. a relationship with a network or something that we're doing. <laughs> and that's just like Zach's going to be thinking. It, it always happens with sponsored content that I have to do. Uh, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Zach goes, need it by the end of the week. I'm like, 
Yeah, yeah, do I'll do it on Friday. We are talking about the same things, yeah, we are. right? Because you're discomfortable. You're discomfortable. Yeah. You're uncomfortable with doing that. Yeah. And you're saying, oh, I didn't do it because I had, I had to, to do, other do things. this exactly. other stuff. Yeah, it's exactly. Where it's like, no. Just fucking do it. Just actually sit in the discomfort and deal with that and then eat that frog. Yeah. yeah. So I'm eating the frog this year. Oh, good. There yeah. is a book on that. If people are going, did Dill just make up that I think term? I made it up. I'm pretty sure I made that up. You didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do. I do like that. Um, Okay. Mine is vulnerable parenting. Mm. So let me explain this. I feel like when we talk about being vulnerable as a parent, it's like, you know, I don't have TikTok, but I'm sure there's TikTok reels around. Is it a reel? It's a reel. It's a TikTok. Oh, it's it's a TikTok. Yeah. It's a TikTok. A reel is on Instagram. Oh, okay. Well, on both platforms, yep. there are p- mothers who are like, oh, you know, being so vulnerable, look at my messy house, you know, look at the washing I haven't unfolded. But I had this experience over New Year, you know, spinal cord injury, and it could be tra- trauma for someone else. I don't want to keep saying it like poor me, but there are moments that grab you in the, in the year and this will be for anyone in their trauma experience. So summer is for me, you know, um, that's when Will had his accident. But it, it's also in your face around what um, is not, what they can't, you know, Will can't do. But on top of that, over New Year, it was like I was identifying some things about my children that I haven't done a great job with. And I was having a conversation with this incredible psychologist and we were not in a therapy session, although it probably ended up to be a therapy session. It was just two friends talking And she just dropped into talking very openly about her own family and her own children and the challenges that they had. And and Mm. by her not making her children perfect and by her actually sharing their imperfections was the best therapy anyone could have given me right then. And I think if we just not just shared the imperfections of us as parents, like our messiness or our, you know, I didn't look what I cook for dinner, I'm serving up, you know, toast for dinner, that we actually talked about the challenges of our family a bit more, we wouldn't feel so like failures. Mm. Do you ever feel like a failure of a dad already? I know it's only been nine months. No, um, I can, well, I think for one thing, you're already doing that today, which yeah. is incredible. Two, I, I do on a small scale understand what you're talking about and I feel that it's, uh, again, not to stereotype, but I feel like it's very hard for mums as well early because like so many mothers groups and like I, I know from experience talking with Jazz, you got friends and things yeah. with babies. It's like, oh, my baby sleeps through and yeah. does this. And we do, and you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's not I happening know. for us. We're yeah. up like 15 times last night <laughs> yeah. still. And some weeks it's good, some weeks it's bad. But yeah, just being like that transparency and honest around like, you know what? This is the best thing it's ever happened. It's also fucking really hard. And sometimes we're shit. Yeah, but also about your kids as a whole. Like, yeah, yeah they struggle at this. Yeah. And yeah, they haven't managed to do that and they didn't get that right. And yeah. that makes you feel like, oh, that's what kids are. They're not perfect. No. And, you know, it's not a reflection on you just being a crappy parent. Yeah, that's not right. No, I no. know. But I, it really made, it was a really. It was good to, it was a It was unlock. good to hear someone and it made me realise how how little I've heard, that's not even the right term, yeah. but how seldom I hear from other people. Yeah. Do you think that's like struggle. a, is it, is it almost like an insecurity ego thing that people don't want to say or do they just feel 
don't know mm. if they feel like they're saying ill of their child or that it's a reflection on, you know, yeah. it's safe to say, hey, I didn't keep my house clean. Yeah. It, it's a little bit more vulnerable to say, hey, yeah, like yeah. my kid's struggling at this. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> Gus, who now goes to the snow over winter, he got 4% on a mass test before he went. Mm. I c- <laughs> He'd be nearly my tutor back in the day. That you get more for, for getting your name. your name right. Yeah. So and I'm like, why don't we hear that yeah. more? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. It's... Because I I then can say to parents, you know, he got 4% on a mass test. They sort of look at me like, are you saying are you that okay? out loud? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. how yeah. can you, do you really want people to know that? Yes, because I also want them to know that <clears throat> when he snowboards and moves his body for four hours a day and then goes to school, he got 90% on his mass test. Yeah. So perhaps we should learn to let our sons, you know, actually think of what our kids need. But no one wants to say my kid got 4% on a mass test. It's really good. It's a really good one. Again, another unlock from you. Yeah. Um, I got one. Consolidation. Go hit okay. me. So, this probably works into about three or four of mine. But I suppose over the last few years, I've just been trying to do everything, mm-hmm. and something will come in. Trying to you know start this. Trying to do countless podcasts be a good dad be a good husband and trying to build other things but i think where i've come to now is i've got like these are the really things that i really want to focus on it's like my health mm-hmm. holistic health my work and my family and i'm like they're my three so i'm just going to consolidate them and build in so instead of building out i'm not doing it i'm not doing a development i'm doing mm-hmm. a reno ah oh, oh. Did you think about that before we got on the podcast? Nope. I reckon you did. I just thought about that then. That's amazing. Yeah. So I'm not extending. All internal works. I feel like I need to jump in with my in to, to match that. Slam dunk it. So. It's alley-ooped. <laughs> I think it's a segue, yeah. as they call it. Like, yeah. nice segue. No, it was an alley-oop. I think we should be more, I've made this, I'm just making this term up, intentional time chunking. So we have our day and we you're the master of this with your calendar. Like, I feel like you've taken that to another level. Mm. I need to tell you about that in a minute. Okay. So you're chunking your time. Like I want to blocking out time for things in your life. And I feel like people are starting to hear that and do that. Like I'll block out a time in my diary so I don't have meetings in or I'll block out. But it's like think about consolidate what's important to you and actually check in, am I time blocking things for that? So it's one thing for you to say, I'm consolidating my yeah. health and jazz, but are you deliberately and intentionally time blocking jazz into your week? Yeah, so unbelievable. What I'll show you is this um, little thing I've got here on Mondays. I sit down at 10 a.m. Let me just get it up in my calendar. Where the hell freaking thing is this? Basically, I sit down on a Monday mm-hmm. and I've got these questions in my calendar. I actually posted, posted this on Instagram the other day to share with people, but it's worth sort of talking through it. And this is through a friend of mine, Ali, who's helped me sort of put this together. Yeah. So it says... Who's Ali? Ali's a really good friend. He's like... Like a productivity expert. Oh, mate, I don't even know how you explain Ali. I talk about him nearly every week, but he's just like this guy that came into my life 
that is like helped me immensely. He's up there with you. He's like a guardian angel of mine. Oh, like okay. you. So you okay. and him. Um, so calendar. Is it aligned with my values and key yes. outcomes? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I've got yes. this here. So I go in that, as I said before, health and fitness, work and family. Yeah. Is is that suiting my week yes. at the moment? If it's all blue, which yeah. is work, well, no, it's not because I don't. Where's family and where's health? Yeah. So I color code them when yeah. I put them in. Um, family. Where is my time spent here? So like actually going. All right, on Thursdays, I've got nothing on. I'm going to start later here. Yeah. I'll stay home with Max and Jazz come in later, those sorts of things. So tonight, you know, we're recording this. It's a little bit late. So tomorrow I've actually got the morning off. I'm doing Max's orientation um, in the morning for kinder. Yeah. For not, kinder? For ki- oh, sorry, not it's kinder. Not um, what's it called? <laughs> Fucking daycare, that one. So we're doing daycare. Um, family. I just said that one. Where's my time spent here? Food. Yes. What's my plan for the week? Yes. When I said something last time and I, you know, with this, I ate so much Uber Eats last year that I have really high cholesterol. Like, it's high. I'm 30 fucking years old. I have high cholesterol. Not genetic either. Like, just, I've been eating some processed food. Right. I had blood tests. Oh, my God. Do you follow Dr. Sean O'Mara? No. He's all about visceral fat. Okay, well, we'll talk and about And you can be a tofu, which is thin on the outside, fat on the inside. That's what I am. It's called skin and fat. And that's from, yeah. Yeah. from processed food. Yeah. Now- and I'm still going. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, workout. <laughs> when am I working out? So booking those in and then movement. When am I moving? So they're my questions I ask myself at the start of the yeah. week and put them in my calendar. So do you ever, when you're on uh, doing this podcast, as someone's talking, you fade out of what they're saying as you're thinking in your head? No, I'm very good at Cause, paying attention. Because I was thinking in your head, oh, I reckon the people who listen to your podcast, like in their year 10 mass class, because they do, mm-hmm. is like, oh, they're talking about, Marriage, separation, babies, family. So I want to speak to those. You love the school stuff. Yeah, because I think think, don't tune out to what Dill is saying right now because. It's all relevant. Yes, I know, but I want to join the dots for them. Okay, sorry. If you intentionally time chunk your week, you might, your, your dream might be to an AFL, be an AFL player. And so deliberately work backwards. What, what do I, what attributes do I need to be an AFL player? Well, I need to be someone who sleeps well. I need to be someone who's fit, good running, nutrition. Well, I have to deliberately put those things into my week. But, you know, you can get delisted from being an AFL player. And so I want to have an education as a backup. So let me deliberately chunk in, I need to do this work on my English, that work on my math. Mm. So actually what you're saying, even though you're not talking about school, Super important. Super important. Super I think important. even to go, like for anyone, especially people in school, because it's a habit, right? Like you learn yeah. it and you've got to stick with it. Um, you're a paper and pen type gal. Yes. I'm a laptop, yeah. phone sort of yeah, yeah. guy. Just working out what's best for you and just try and lock yeah. in a calendar. And I think a calendar for me personally, I can't speak highly enough on how much it's changed my life, like being really good at it. Yeah. I think I resisted for so long because it feels so sterile. Yeah. Like putting jazz in a calendar feels really sterile. But I think that if you don't make time for it, it doesn't happen. That's right. Exactly. And you just have to accept that. And so, you know, if you need to be so deliberate with your time Mm. around friends, around social activities, around how about deliberately and intentionally block off some time to have 
social media, yep. blocking time to have Scroll. gaming, yeah. you know, but when you have more intention around it, it doesn't creep, it doesn't, your life doesn't become this big mm. soup bowl of distraction and guilt and time everything chunking. else. Yep. That's what I'm calling it. Love it. I think that was your end and my end. So whose turn is it? Um, well, on that, Go. one of mine is to Go. get more electronic, answer emails. Yeah. What are you rocking with at the DMs. moment? DMs. What are you rolling with? Just an iPhone? Yeah. And a laptop. Kind what else is there? Lappy, iPad. Yeah. I'm trying to do electronic diary, emails and DMs. Oh, my yeah, DMs DM. are D bad. It's bloody hard. <sighs> See, anxiety talking about it. Yeah. It's it's a really... Oh, yeah. It's very hard to... um. I appreciate i don't think that people expect a reply to absolutely everything it's like um god I, i'm choking even trying to <laughs> mention this because it is one of those ones i would love to reply to everyone but it is freaking uh, it tough is. and especially when you're trying not to be on your phone yeah. but i think yeah do you want this to make you feel better do yeah. you want to know how many unanswered emails i ended the year with mm. Five thousand one hundred and thirty-five. wow so i apologize to the listeners if yeah. you're one of them it's not intentional do you know what's really funny I is, get do you know do you know how <laughs> many people terrible. i can't believe i said that out loud no that's nice do you know it's how many people okay go to me like oh i'd love to get him down to my footy club i was like <laughs> oh, oh, mate, i don't think uh, that will work it's like, can i can have the number i'm like yeah, yeah i'll send it to you next time like, i can't just be punching out m's number this is ridiculous <sighs> It is tough. No, but I'm going to be, this time next year when we're sitting, I'm going to show you my inbox. Zero. Yeah. You know what I do? I'm a big flagger. So I go through all my emails, open them and that. I flag them oh, and then right. I go back to them yeah. at a later date. Yeah, yeah. Just to um get on top. But yeah, that's, I think, that's a really good one. Okay. Um. One here is, again, a little bit strange, but I'm calling it Fit Checks. Yeah. So, Sean O'Mara. Dr. Sean O'Mara talks about, is is this getting, yeah, go, you talk. No, you tell me what you're thinking because I don't think it's the same thing. <laughs> He's like, everyone should get an MRI to see their visceral fat because oh it's not until you can see it that um, you were scared enough to do something about it. That's really and, interesting. So just yeah. a fit check, I'll explain what I meant by it. But a fit check was like just going up to the mirror and filming my fit. <laughs> And checking it and sending it out on TikTok, but what? Yeah, it's like are just, you for sure? Are you are you gonna? Are we gonna start seeing you? Yeah, because I love fashion. No, 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 no. Oh. You're you're putting two together. A difference. Oh, I'm so fit check is like fat. in my fit, going like, oh, I'm wearing oh. like these shoes. I'm wearing this. That's tail. a generational thing. I was yeah. thinking fit like no, physical but, fitness. So you'll be really proud of what I did at the start of the year. As I was saying before, I had that wedding. Yeah, I was like, I'm not looking after myself. I feel really tired all the time. I was mm. like, I'm going to go get some blood tests. So Do I went- Do you not think you don't sleep because of a baby? No, nah, it wasn't. I actually slept okay. 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 Um, and I was like, I'm just exhausted all the time, da, da, da. So I went and had blood tests, mm -hmm. got a message back saying, you need to come back and have a chat. And I was like- Oh my gosh. Fuck me. Like I was freaking out. Is that what out. they say? You need to come back and uh, have a not chat. As, not as bad as that. And I, I won't- I don't want to scare anyone off at all. It was actually just a message that said like, hey, you know, you need to come back um, for non-urgent follow-up to chat with your GP about some things that came up in your blood test. <laughs> about your Uber Eats account. Basically. And when I got to the um, the GP, yeah, he went through all my blood tests and was like, you have high cholesterol? So he goes, and I'm like, oh, is that like, and he goes, basically like you, you eat too much processed food and you're not working out enough. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I had to get on a 
um, tablet for cholesterol, which no, like if people that have high cholesterol genetically terrible, but like it's not a great thing to have at 30 years of age when I used to play footy. I was quite embarrassed about that. Like my emails. Yes. Yeah. Um, and also I have low B12. Oh. So that sort of explained the tiredness, tiredness and stuff. And I'm on a supplement for that too now. And um, But it was just a really cool thing to go on like get a check and find out where my base levels are at and stuff like that too. So what's the connection between the blood test and you taking photos of yourself in your Well, I said fit and check and, and then you said fit check and I was like, well, I did get a fit <laughs> check as well. But that's not your in. Your in is taking well, no, photos of is... yourself in your kit and putting them on TikTok. Well, that had a different meaning because that one's more like... If that's I just... what you want for your in, I'll let you have that. I'm having two in checks. So one's a fit <laughs> check in terms of I've had that and yeah. I would suggest to anyone, go and do that for peace of mind. And the funny thing was, I don't know... Again, if this is a guy thing, but it's almost like I was more comfortable in just avoiding it completely than that- when I had the test going, I'm too nervous about this of the results. It's like, mate, at least now you can fix it. If you have it in five years, yeah, it might have be- discomfort we're yeah, talking about. Like avoid, do something yeah. else. So and then just the other fit check, mind you, just to go yeah. back to that about the Oh yeah. the- that was just because like <clears throat> I D I D G A F anymore. I T G I F. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck I, anymore. I'm seeing my kids go, oh I'm my just like, God, mum, what are you doing? I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> like, I just want to do my fit checks on TikTok and I'm just like, whatever, if you don't it. like it. I'll match you. You know where I'll to go. fit check it. Exactly. So Is yeah. that to keep you accountable that you look okay? Yeah, I want to look cool. I like Good. clothes, you know? Nice. Good. Um, I'm in my head going, am I going to do that one? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, In my in, if anyone can help me with this, yeah. I would like a new treatment for plantar fasciitis. In, for the world to find a rolling, new treatment for plantar fasciitis. You've been rolling your foot out on a anything. deodorant can? No, yeah. but I haven't Frozen bought deodorant off can. the internet, you know, the Viber vibrating roller. Yeah. Nothing. Frozen deodorant oh, can doesn't sound right. I think no, frozen drink f- bottle, frozen drink bottle, because uh. that'll that'll blow up. But yeah, frozen because it's icing and rolling at the same so time. So if anyone has got that, I'm all in for it. Okay, with that. Um. Okay. I think what's in is accepting that it's normal for your life not to be joyful and happy. That in came to me after my daughter said, "Could you please talk about not hating your life on the podcast?" And I'm like, I actually can't talk about that because I want us to accept that we um, are wired. Like the how our species has evolved is because we are not happy. We're not happy not sleeping and being cold. So the caveman built a sh- shelter. Mm. Now they're not happy with the shelter not being comfortable. So we learned to make pillows. I don't think that was the natural progression of evolution but do you know what i mean yeah so i am like rather than chasing happiness and joyfulness we have it in our life but we don't need our entire life i think that's a nirvana that we we have to accept is not achievable so let's know that the struggle and the discomfort and the unhappiness is what enables us to grow and learn and change Hey, I hope my door is the same. I can preach on that. Um, love that because, as we said earlier, you only grow, unfortunately, from uncomfortable situations. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like this is not a new saying at all, but you know what? It's a saying. Sayings last the test of time because they're relevant. you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And my one this year, to piggyback, this is just alley-oops left, right and center. Mm, I know. But a, another really big one is doing things I don't want to do. 
This is the same shit we're talking yeah. about. Like, I'm uncomfortable and I don't want to do it. Mm. That's the same as eat that frog. You can't have that twice. No, it's a bit different in the sense oh. of like, oh. so did you by any chance listen to the um, Goggins Huberman podcast? <gasps> no. Okay. I should, shouldn't I? So, Tars, can you get that thing up again? Oh, the name of the... Name of the plane. <clears throat> oh, I can't pronounce it, which name is of the, the issue. So, there's this Huberman. Yeah, who, we love him. We love him. We established that last year. We did. And... Goggins, who's, you know, yeah. right for your wrongly, love, love him. him. He's great. Yeah, um, yeah. His content's a little bit weird sometimes, but yeah. also really good. There's a part of the brain that they've found in neuroscience apparently in the last, like, few months. This is, like, when the podcast came uh-huh. out. So he's a Stanford neuroscientist, and it's called, Darcy, we'll get in a second, but basically this part of the brain grows. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When you do things that you do not want to do. Yeah. So... It's built on things like, for example, if you like going to the gym, but it's hard, yeah, it doesn't grow because you like going to the gym. Yeah. But if you go to the gym and you f- fucking hate going to the gym, this part grows and it grow- and they basically call it the will to live because the longer the bigger this part of the brain is, the more likely you are to live longer. And it's bigger in people that like what is it? People have been through adversity, do marathons, triathlons, things like that, and it's smaller in clinically obese people because of the sitting lack of control and yeah, sitting in comfort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you got to listen to the podcast. He'll explain it a lot better, but it's really incredible. What's it How's called? How's the speed on It's the, the oh, <laughs> anterior mid-cingulate cortex. Yeah. Okay. It's a new part of the brain. Look it up. So a part of that was I was thinking about it a while, for a while, saying yeah. what are the things I hate doing oh, okay. the most? Okay, so this is different to eat that yeah. frog. I take that back. These are things yeah. like what do I hate doing the most? So a couple of years ago, without even knowing this was a, a thing, yeah, I was like, because you do grow from doing these things, right? Yeah. And you know that anyway. Like this yeah. isn't, this is just bringing science to a thought that people already have, like mm-hmm. around doing yes. hard things. Yeah, yeah. I hated, and still do to this day, I'm so claustrophobic and I hate tight spaces. So I went on that camp and did the tunneling thing and I just felt like a new man after I did that. Do you know how many footballers I've had on the flight saying I'm yeah. claustrophobic? And in like, um, you know, Port Melbourne Footy Club, when they've got team rooms at half time that are so small and you're on top of each other, and they're that going into a game, they're more panicked about what do I do at half time when I've got to go into yeah. the room. Did you feel like that? Not so much in the rooms, <clears> but I could never do MRIs, never do uh, like, you know, I even just hated like anything. Anything yeah. to do with like tight spaces, right. could never do tunnels, all those So give me pieces. an example of the hard thing you're going to do this year. What's on your list? On my list this year, and it has to be so like, for example, I'm doing a hard thing. I'm running a marathon, but I actually quite like running. So that doesn't yeah. count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the one thing I did recently um, was I always used to drive past um, this jujitsu place <laughs> on the way home. Mm-hmm. And I remember I, like when I was at Carlton Giants, they'd be like, oh, we're doing wrestling. And I was like, oh, fuck me. I hate wrestling. Like... I'm always fucking wrestling guys are like 400 kilos heavier than me. So I found this place, um, Max Viney, who's Jack Viney's brother, yeah. and I was like, I've got to do it. I've because do you it. don't like it. Because I fucking hate it. Yeah, yeah. I actually had a good time. It was good. Like, I don't, I'm not, didn't necessarily like want to race aunt back. Did your did that thing that Darcy said grow? Did you? It f- would have. But yeah. the thing is, if I don't continue to do it, it doesn't keep growing. So you've got to, you've got to consistently oh. do things that challenge you. Yes. That you don't like doing. I like that. It could be like leg weights. Like that's my whole thing at the moment. I don't love doing squats, but I'm trying to trick my brain to like them. Yeah. What What's you... your thing you hate? Oh, God, so many things. Like, what do you really <sighs> not enjoy doing, but you know it's probably good for you? Yeah. 
emails and admin. Like I know we all laugh about that, but I yeah, yeah. genuinely hate it. Mm. I generally, it provides me discomfort to a whole nother level. You know why though? Because you avoid it. Like yeah. if you got on top of it, you'd actually love it. Yeah, probably. Because you feel so much clarity when you've done those things. Yeah. So that's your one. Do it. Okay. On it. Cool. Uh, Friday lunch times for me. Uh, Friday lunches are in for me. Where are we going? I don't know, but I'm just like, I'm done with dinner. At home Couple late. shandies or? Yeah, I don't know. Just like. Don Perignon? Back in the day of like corporate, maybe it was in the 90s, you know, Friday lunch. Mm. No one worked. Sun shining, yeah. beautiful restaurant. You're yeah. home at a decent hour. Yeah, I like that. Friday lunches. Yeah, okay. Let's lock one in. Okay. Where's good? That's all I've got to say. No, about I'm that. just trying to think. I wouldn't even know where to go for Friday lunch, but I'm, all right, I'm with you. It with me. Sometimes we go to the Rising Sun, the pub. No, it's not really... I'm like, you know, the Stoke House on the beach. Oh, okay. You want to go a bit? Yeah. More. Yeah, fair enough. Francois? No. Okay. That's fine. We'll work We'll work through that. We'll workshop. Um, are you ready to go out? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, ready to go yeah, out. Like, um, you know. I've got two outs. It okay. was actually. Two outs. That's it. Yeah. Sure. I, I'll probably have okay. a few more. Oh. Uh, you know how for years, and I've preached this, and I still think there's so much value in this, if you're in that time of your life, we need to do this, where you say you become a yes man or woman. Yeah. You say yes to everything. Yeah. Yes to every opportunity. Yes, I will do that. Yes, I will do this. Yes, yeah. I will People go and- pleaser. Well, I'll go have that coffee with that yeah. person. I'll go do that show. I'll go do this mm -hmm. radio. Saying yes to things. You've got to learn. Um, I had a chat with Sam Gash a while ago, maybe last year as well, and she goes, "When you get to a certain stage, your yes has to turn into a no." This year, consolidation, building in, as I said before, doing the Renault, not the extension. I'm saying no to literally everything that what? comes my way. Okay, one of my outs. I've goes already said perfectly. no to two things this year. That last year, I've said no to two things. Like, give me what sort of thing? So I've said no to. Two opportunities that two years ago me would have Jumped out. cried at, like in just incredible things that I wish I that I had as goals, and I've said no already in January because you don't have the time. No time. Yeah. And if I and did them, it'd take away from everything else, and it it's would not take in line away with from the Renault. Not in line with the Renault. It's an extension. It's an extension. Not about extending. Well, can I add one of my outs that goes hand in hand with that? Mm -hmm. Guilt. I think guilt goes hand in hand with saying yes to everything. Mm -hmm. Like you say yes when you want to say no because the guilt of like I'm letting that person down, what will they think and blah, 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 blah. And so out is for me you can't just say say no without saying you've got to get comfortable with the discomfort of guilt. Mm. Like so guilt is not out for me but giving in to the guilt. I'm still going to have that guilt and it's going to be uncomfortable, but I can sit with it rather than the guilt dictating me saying yes to that. So that was sort of an in and an out. Yeah. But an out. Like, Love it. Yeah. Good. With the that one as well, it's really interesting point, I suppose. It, like it's hard to, to say it without coming across as like, um, you know, we're, we're obviously very grateful for the opportunities and stuff that come our way and everyone's way. Like, yeah. But I think it's at me at the stage where it's like if someone's asking to get a coffee or something like that, it's like, well, that hour that I can get a coffee with you, as much as that would be awesome, it's actually taking away from an hour that I can spend at home with On my family stuff. or yeah. Yeah. at work. And it's like it has to align with what you want to do. 
Yeah, and I don't, but guilt comes with that. You, yeah. I'm sure you still feel a bit. You do. Guilty. You feel shit. You feel yeah, shit. Yeah. But I'm also like, well, it has okay, to change. I'll, I need to get yeah, better. At because that. otherwise, if you please everyone, you please no one. And I know this for a hundred percent. Put that on the quotable quotes. If I'm trying to please everyone, the one the people I let down the most is Max and Jazz because they get me when I'm like cooked and I come home and I can't give any energy to her or yeah. or him. And then it's like, well, fuck, why would I go get coffee with three blokes today that? What do they care? Like, I'm, yeah. like I don't. Yeah. Although, like, if your intention is to be more connected to people you care about, coffee yeah. might be a good thing. So, and also, it's yes, the job is to be clear about why. Yeah, but you know what I do now. So instead of doing coffees, come to my run club. <gasps> yes. What if you can't run? Can I come to your walk club? I've got plantar fasciitis. You can walk because you know what we do. Twenty minutes in, twenty minutes out, twenty minutes back. Yeah. So you can walk for twenty, back for twenty. Right. And we all meet back at the same time. Okay. There you go. Nice. <clears throat> okay, my out. Ego-based morning routines. <sighs> now, that's not an out for me. I'm saying it's an out for everyone listening, please. Okay. I I'm, don't suffer from this. So go on, give me but an example. My, You're talking about the ice bath thing? Uh, like ice bath yeah. and I do it for six minutes and I and it's like, okay, why are we – let's go back to the reason why I have this morning routine. I have this morning routine so that it puts me in the emotional state and puts me in the physical well-being to live my life with purpose mm. and to be present and to bring my best to the day. And yet straight off the mark, I'm bringing in comparison and competition and and it's like that is creating a level of stress that now you need an ice bath and sauna to get on top of. So if we could take remove the ego from our morning routines and get back to why I'm You're actually doing it. So you're saying still do your routine, but just do it for the right reasons. Remove the ego from it. Yeah. yeah. So and and that gives you permission to do a morning routine that is actually right for you. You know, a few people in lawn were getting into the cold dippy scene and I was explaining to them if you can master the art of being so uncomfortable in that ice bath yet coming still and sitting with that discomfort, that's everything we've been talking about in our ins, right? Then that is what you're trying to mark. That is growth. But what we're doing is getting in the discomfort and we're, you know, comparing and using our ego to get through that discomfort. And now we've just created another bloody stress that we need to get on top of. I think one thing I'm really picking up today from you that I do a lot is like that, we all do it, the avoidance of that yeah. awkward, uh, uncomfortableness. Do you know what I do yeah, the most yeah. to do that? What? Make Food? phone calls on, in the uh, car. So oh, like, right. oh, you don't like just sitting in stillness? No. Nah, so I think one thing that I want to nearly try and do is almost like not make a phone call on the way to work or home and just sit yeah. with your thoughts. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty hard. For me, it is. I, I'm always on the phone. I'm yeah, always just it. trying to... I love to, stillness. Yeah. I, I think people need to really... There's times to have a podcast or an audio book. There's time to just be still and hear what's going on for you. And there's time to do active mindfulness where you're giving your attention a job mm. on what you're sitting, hearing, feeling. You need a combo of all of them. If one's too... Tool belt. Tool belt. Balance it all. Can I say an important thing on that? Maybe it's an out. Maybe I'll call it abstinence. Not the tool belt. No, not the tool oh. belt. It sort of goes hand in hand with this what, with this whole distraction stress where I was saying you do an ice bath and then you need another ice bath to get over the stress that the ice bath created mm-hmm. you. Um, I'm going to call it abstinence, not abstinence from 
uh, sex. Mm -hmm. That's what we think of when we think yeah. abstinence. I've been, been doing that one for a while. Do you know there's like for a... 12 months. <laughs> since our Max was born. Mm. There's an actual biohack. Get this. Not by, by the way, that wasn't on the out. It just sort of... Just is out. Maybe we'll put it back. <laughs> yeah, it's just out. Not by we'll choice. Anyway, let's move on. Um, anyway, no, but my, I haven't finished my oh, abstinence. Oh, no, sorry, you sorry, don't know okay, anything gotcha. I'm saying. Sorry. I think what we do a lot of, particularly in January, is we make this, you know, New Year's resolution like... Not going to drink this. I'm no. not going to drink this. I'm not eating sugar for how many months. Yeah. I'm not eating takeaway food for how many months. And then we sit in this mental thought of like, I'm not doing that. I can't yeah. do that. I want a drink. I can't have a drink. I shouldn't have a drink. And then it creates a level of stress and discomfort in us mm. that makes us want to have a drink. Yeah. So what I think, maybe it's an in, and I'm now putting it on we my can out. Jump around. It doesn't matter. I what I think people should be doing this year is going. You know what? I'm not going to eat that donut for the next ten minutes. And then in ten minutes' time, if I want that donut. I'm going to have the donut. And the research tells us that will pass and change and shift. But what we're doing, I'm not drinking for January. I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking. can't drink. Now I need a bloody drink because I'm so stressed about yeah. not drinking. So say to yourself, I'm out. I'm with friends. I said I wasn't going to drink. But you know what? In 10 minutes time, if I so really still need to have it, then I'll allow myself to have it. Why? I'm, I'm not drinking in January. But is it an <laughs> is it a noise? In it your is head a noise, notes? and it's I'm fully aware that it's like a January thing. But also, the reason of it is like this health thing hit me so hard that yeah. I was like, you need to. <clears throat> I wanted to show myself that I had discipline to not do it for a month. Right. So I was more actually proving it to myself that yeah. you can do this. Like you don't need it for a month. Well, I I just, don't think I've done that before. Like since really? I finished footy, I haven't had like my favorite thing about. Um, working in a sports field and being is that you always had the excuse to go I can't drink I've trained yeah, 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 whereas yeah. like now it's like I can't drink I've got a pod tomorrow it's like they don't, no one cares Like, and yeah. I didn't care and it's I was like I just want to see if I can do it well this brings me to another one of my outs yeah. What is out for me personally is making other people feel comfortable by the fact that I don't want to have coffee. Like I don't drink coffee and I don't drink much alcohol. Like, I'm bad with that. I drink bloody herbal tea. And guess what, people? In 2024, I don't like herbal tea. Good. Yeah, I've said it. Fuck it off. I don't like herbal tea. So what are you going to drink now? And I don't care. I'll have a water. But Good. I can still invite you. I can still go for a coffee for yeah. you, but I'm not having herbal tea to make you comfortable by the fact that I don't want to drink coffee. I, I, I apologize to this because I um I make people feel shit if they don't order a coffee. I know. Yeah. And I'm not making you feel comfortable by having herbal tea Thank when you. I don't like it. Thank you. And I'm not making you feel comfortable by having a non-alcoholic drink that I really don't even like. Yeah so that you're more comfortable with the 10 beers you've had. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank I've you. Thank you for That's your honesty. That's a good out. I appreciate it. Um, out for me this year is Uber Eats. Mm -hmm. Deeper than that, it just is, goes back to my planning of like- Like I really? Want, like you're, that's it for Uber no, Eats? No, no. So the deeper of that, yeah. that's the title. You read the intro yeah. is actually, goes back to my calendar point of if I'm planned- throughout my week, like I've actually organized how my food's going to look yeah. that week. So like I want to be cooking more at home and Sunday and Monday are nearly my <laughs> two most important days because it's like Sunday is like meal prep and planning. Then Monday is making sure it's implemented throughout the week. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. Look, I'll be honest, that one's a challenge. Most of these are challenges, but that one's quite hard. Yeah. Okay. 
working on it. I want to... Okay, I really want to talk to you about this one because mm-hmm. you know this world quite well. I would like... So this is not a mine one. I'm talking to people out there. Yep. I would like an out in general to be, we take the word soft out when we talk about the AFL. Like soft. when, oh, like that's soft. You know, when mm. the controversial, we no longer have their weight in the AFL. Mm-hmm. And there was a big like- You didn't like that? I don't care about whether weight is in or weight is out. Yeah. But the fact that we're like, you know, our AFL players have gone soft. That's so soft. Like yeah. they have to be hard. I yeah. just, it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. It's, it's like, like they didn't come up with that like, anyway. Let so. them just do their jobs. They don't have to be hard, soft, you know, a rule, a, a decision that has nothing to do with them. The AFL has gone soft. We don't know what's behind it. Can we just take soft out of it? Mm. I don't like it. It like agitates it. me. I like it. But don't you hate, don't you hate, like you are an athlete when people call you soft. It's I don't like, really... I'm, try, I'm not trying to, I don't yeah. have to be hard. I, let I me never do my took job. it. Yeah, I've no idea. Because our little kids are listening to that. They're like, I'm soft if I don't drink 10 beers. Well, what then, just to counteract that one, Mm -hmm. mine is an in for this year is... being hard. No, (laughs) is um, appreciating that there's different opinions. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you've got a different opinion to me about removing the word soft. No, no, no. It just came when you said, like, there is opinions on that. I think that, like, one thing that I'm this emotional regulation thing that, you know, we're all trying to get better at is there's this great thing that I do talk about a lot, but it, you know, long story short, it talks about two different people Mm -hmm. and there's a homeless person and one walks past and the guy goes, do you have any money? And the guy goes, fuck you, mate. Like I've worked so hard for this money. Why would I give it to you? Okay. And he's come from like a background Mm -hmm. that's, you know, he's had to work for everything he's done. The other person walked past and has come from like a bit more of a well-off family understands that you know you've got to give back and has seen the benefits of life that they've had and they walk past and they go can i have some money the guy goes sure mate like i can understand that you've had it rough here's some money Hmm. the answer is none those both two the answers are both right but it's understanding that there's two answers yes great Mm. i like that so it's not like to be one or the other it's just to know that they both exist if we take that that into a corporate world brene brown has a um she calls it rumbles, like when you have, let's rumble about this, let's mm. have this sort of robust conversation around it. And she's like, one of the rules of rumbling is don't go into the rumble unless you're in an emotional state where you are prepared to see yeah. that there's two sides and different opinions and that's okay. I like the three sides analogy. Three sides. So your side, my side and the truth somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Is it called the three side analogy? I just made that you up again, like that. eat the frog. I'm making heaps of things up this year. Uh, I own them. Who's out? Are we up to? Ah, uh, yours. I got no more outs. Oh, oh well, this is an important out because it goes in line with my whole discomfort thing. That my theme. Mm-hmm. Blaming tech companies for being our, addicted to phones for our addiction to screen. Oh, that's a good one. I just downloaded an app the other night. Right. That um gets me off tech. So it's an app. It's called Four Rem. Right. So. Letter number four. Yeah. R E M. Yeah, yeah. And basically, you set a time. Like mm-hmm. I said it. I think Jaz and I both set it at eight o'clock. Cause she messaged me. Do you want me to tell you what she messaged me yeah, the other night? Sure. She said to me, 
had an epiphany and we have to be better with our phones. We're addicted. We're wasting so much of our lives and it's affecting our mood, mindset, productivity and no doubt our relationship. We have to change for us and for Max. You talk about exercising as a good example. Well, I think this is just as, if not more important. I'm gonna ma- I'm not going to make you do anything, but if you're keen to make some changes, let me know. Let's Aww. come up with a plan. I love that. Mm. So we downloaded that last night. And, and, it, and it like shuts you off. Yeah, from time. like 8 o'clock, it just locks all our apps. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And you can do it from any time. Like, I don't want to start it at 5 p.m. and give it up. You know, you got to be a bit, yeah. like, you can't just cold turkey. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. we're going from 8 o'clock, yeah. phones off. So I just think it's so easy for us to blame all these apps. And, you know, we know that the people who build these apps, there's a lot of behavioral science behind them. They know how to get you hooked. And even if it's a fitness app that's for our health, they still know how to get you hooked into the technology and we're on that the whole time, even if it's Mm. for good purpose. And what we need to understand is that we're picking up that phone because – like you said, in the car, I pick up the phone and I make phone calls because I'm uncomfortable mm. in the silence. I sit in like waiting rooms looking at people going, I wonder if any, that you will not see someone not on a Just phone. You won't see our kids waiting at a train station not on a phone or, you know, my kids get in the car to go to school, they've got their head in the phones. That's not, the fault is not just on the um, tech. tech, it's on coming back to my useful skills, we're not teaching ourselves and our kids how to, if I'm uncomfortable with this boredom or uncomfortable sitting here being the only one not on my phone, how I can lean into that discomfort. Mm. The tech companies, yes, I'm sure have heaps to answer for. I'm not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying, let's learn what to do with that discomfort. Maybe a pod for another time, but what do we do in that discomfort? Yes. So we recognize it first. Yep. We've got to see it. Yeah, hey, feel I keep it. picking up my phone here. Yeah, yeah. Discomfort. Yeah, what am I feeling? So, okay, here's a little, I didn't plan this. Here's yep. a little exercise that the listeners we can love, do. We love, we <clears> love. <throat> carry around a little book things. with a pen. Yeah. And if you go and let's say it's eating that food, picking up that phone, doing something, you, you know, you ordering Uber Eats when you didn't want to order Uber Eats. Reflect on what was going on for me before I did that. What was I thinking, feeling before that? I was feeling bored. I was frustrated by this. I was thinking about that. And you you write that down in that moment mm. and you will start to see the patterns that I always grab my phone when, you know, this or that or I always eat bad food when I'm feeling like this. And you are not trying to just discipline your way out of stopping your addiction to phones or to food or to alcohol. Trying to get on top of the discomfort and the feelings and the thoughts that drove that response. It's a great answer. I know, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. Um, I just need to show you a couple of others. Yeah, go. Uh, What is our... And my outs are for everyone else. That's a bit bad, isn't it? I love it. But could everyone else stop labeling someone else as busy? Like I'm trying to get on top of this busy term, but the first thing someone says to me is like, I know you're so busy, but it's like, I'm trying not to be busy, but you keep telling me I'm yeah, busy. It's fucking annoying. So just say, hey, I know your time is valuable. So do you think you could fit this in? Yeah. Anyway, that's that. Um, do I say that to you? No, no. Designer handbags. I'm not about them. I went to lawn. There are a lot of designer handbags over summer. And I'm like, those companies have fooled you. Yeah. Do you know that there's a brand now, you'd probably know it, that like 
you have to continue to buy the handbags and you can go up and only access that handbag that if you've only bought so many handbags. That's unbelievable. It's crazy. Do you, know, I'm what? Like, you know what's out for me? What? Rolexes. Oh, Will's. That's on Will's goal list. Mm. Said to me the other night. You know what? I want a Rolex when I've earned it for myself. Yeah. Do you know You know who wears, why people wear Rolexes? <clears throat> uh, Rolexes? Why? See when their lunch breaks up. I don't. Should I get that? <laughs> I get it. I've heard Did someone you say before. No. no I've well, heard, what's your okay. Oh, I've heard someone say before. Did he butcher it that? means no, no. It basically <laughs> means the way I've heard it before. And no offense. I want. I want. I want to ask us. Okay. What was? What do you think it means? I think they're not working. No, it means that really it, it means that like people that can afford Rolexes don't buy them. So like don't, don't buy them. so oh, like oh. if you can really oh, like if you can really but if you're like really good with your finances I yeah. think like you don't have you don't need a Rolex to show people that you're rich. The people that buy Rolexes well, sometimes lunch breaks because they work for the rich people so they know when their lunch breaks oh. finished and they go back to work. Okay. I get you. Yeah. I get you. Yeah, it wasn't that's delivered good. the that, best. It was on TikTok I saw it and I sort of liked it. But yeah. I do like it. Yeah. In saying you, that you I still do really like Rolexes. I feel like yeah, I want one personally. I do, don't you just think like Gucci is laughing all the way to the bank. It's like it costs the same to make this Gucci handbag as mm. it does to make your whatever handbag yeah. and you guys are falling for it. More fool to you. Anyway, I'm out of it. And my last one, yep. what is my out? Watching Netflix series. Series. Oh, come on. Series. Let us I have some I fun. Lo- <laughs> I uh. lose so much of my... I think I it's okay. I haven't watched many at all. Have I you start- seen... Um, no, I haven't literally hardly watched any. But do you know what I did over the summer? That? No. It's pretty good. I started watching it The Good Doctor. Good. What? The Good Doctor. It's about an autistic doctor. And it's oh, I've like, seen him and he sticks... And it's yeah, got yeah, like... It's good. You know, nine seasons yeah. with 20 episodes a But that's season. what I'm saying. It's like, well, don't just, watch that one. Just watch limited and series so they finish. deep into it and I lose time and I'm like, what am I doing? You know what? That's the only one I don't agree with you on. I'm a big series. I love – I think for me it's, it's the only me. time that I can actually switch off. I, I'm all for it, except I can't control it. All right, you're going to your I'm like, why? Like, I, I'm getting the signals that I'm tired. Yeah. And I'm watching one more episode. No, nah, I'm pretty of an good. As soon as I know doctor. I'm tired, I'm like, yeah, well, I'm going to bed and I'll right. switch I'm it not, off. I'm not good at it. Yeah. So Binging, I'm a, binging's out. Binging's out. Binging's out. But, okay. Binging's out. Darcy, have you got any for you or which ones were your favourites? <clears throat> um, ins or outs? Whatever. I have three ins. Okay. Oh, go. nice. Um, one's making mistakes. More yes. mistakes. Good. I That's think a you whole touched range. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take okay. more risks. More. More mistakes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, seeing the positives where yes. I can. I'm trying to be more positive. He's actually picked up on that in the office. He's been telling people they look good and stuff. I've noticed. More compliments? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. And another one was similar to yours. Just do it now. Do, do it now. now. One of my rules is I don't follow it, but I like it. <laughs> Is if it takes less than sixty seconds, just do it. Yeah, and I always How think about it when I'm doing the dishes. Yeah, I'm like just just do it. Now. Does that take less than? Do you know what seconds? my biggest one is on this that I really hate is bins. You know, when the bins out the front, I'm like, I drive into the driveway, then I'm like, I could walk out and get that bin and just put it to the back of the house now, or I can bring it into my car and then next time I'm in the backyard, I'll come and get it and then bring it. I'm like. Just, just fucking take yeah. it to the back of the house now and it's worry done. about it next week. Eat the frog. Yeah, eat the frog, man. Yeah, eat the yeah. bin. Yeah. 
What about your out? Yeah. What are you out? Um, well, I think my outs sort of counteract the ins. Like, see the positives. Like, outs for me is like see sarcasm. Sarcasm. I'm, I'm quite a sarcastic person yeah, sometimes. Right. So trying to tone that down. Mm. Uh huh. Um, but I don't have too many others. My mother down. would say sarcasm is the lowest form of wish. Yeah. Really. Yeah. But it can be quite funny. But it is funny. When you sometimes know he's quite. Yeah, yeah. You've gotten funnier. He's funny. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, no, but yeah. I think the sarcasm is a good one. And especially, you know, we talk about this a lot in an office and it comes fish rots at the head, as we say at this place. And like, you know, with this, if I'm, I notice that if I take the piss and do stupid things and like, well, we always have fun, that does, you got, you're buried a culture here. Oh, that, boys, I've yeah. got to say, I walked into today, different vibe. Yeah. 2024, different vibe. Appreciate that. Just like, I don't know, you're on it. Feels like you've grown up, mate. Do you know how many meetings this guy wants to meet with me every fucking hour, nearly to plan shit? It's unbelievable. Yeah, uh, uh, I feel we're, like we're humming. We are humming, yeah. man. Do you know how many guests we've got locked in for this year? How many? Like it's the first week, and we've already like we've got about ten locked in, in the next two weeks. Wow, you're hitting the big time. We're not here to take part. No, we're here to take over. I can feel it when I walked in here. Bad, bad year to be a sports podcast in Australia. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> Last night, I got three calendar invites from Dill booking podcasts in. Yeah. Unheard of. What are you doing at night? Why are you doing it at night? Well, that's a good point. It was before eight o'clock, mind you. And because a lot of the guests I hit up on Instagram, so like we're chatting and then as soon as I do it. But then do you have to go into your DMs to get their response? That's where I'd fall down. Message in the DMs. But then as soon as I do, I just put it straight in my calendar, send it so it's in. Because then otherwise someone book studio and it's cooked. So I just do it. Yeah. I'm wait. I I would like you boys to both DM me to ch- check on how good I'm going with my new in of answering. calendar. DM, oh, DM one, yeah. You're pretty emails. good on text and stuff like that. Text, I'm text. a weapon. Yeah, yeah, I'm good with that. Thank God. Um, what do you want to do this year, like with us? Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about stuff because um, we're going to do the diary. We haven't talked about like Oscar oh. Piastri, Rookie of the Year, Scott McLaughlin, third in the I really want to chat with Oscar and with Scott as well. Yeah. Um. Kookaburras and Hockey Roos this year, Olympic year. Jeez, Dave Asprey and I are officially accredited to the village. So you're going to Paris? Going to Paris. Oh, my God. I'm going to be over there. Can you get me in? Sure. I'm going to – is it June? I think. I'm going. Around that. I'm going to um, London. We are off to India for a month in Feb. Can I come? Do you want to come? I'd love to go to India. Yeah, I know. I but should come I went to you. the pharmacist today to get a first aid kit to go – Man, I, we haven't even touched horrific. on all this stuff. I know. We're, so, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, with the Hockey Roos and the Kookaburras. They so the Kookaburras are the men's, men's team and the... Women's hockey are, the ho- are the yeah, Hockey Roos. And um, Dave and I are both going. And, yeah, like how good was Oscar? We haven't touched on that. No. So good. I know. Killed we're we're going to have to do another app if oh, that's we are. okay we're with you. Can, have to can we do something? The year 10 math people right now are like, please, no, no, do we'll another app and actually talk about shit that no, I care about. No, we, we really, I'd love to get you back in one. You're back from, can we do post India, India pre Olympics? Yes. Yeah. Because I'm actually going to be over there. So what I, are you going over there for? I'm, Jazz and I are just going for a trip to London, June, all of June. We're really? just going to go to the UK and we can get a train to Paris. Really? What's behind that? Just doing what we want to do. Yeah. Living life. Do you feel traveling with a baby, it's like mm, same stuff, just different location? 
<clears throat> I think that I just loves traveling. Okay. It's a big passion of hers and so do I. And we, maybe for another episode, uh, have done incredibly well with um, credit card points. See, I don't, because of my poor administrative skills, I don't know how to, I don't yeah. know how to So we've sort of, like, that. it's not, this is just the world as it is and it's not illegal, it's not anything, but if you, you can really manipulate the points and you can fly wherever you want to go. I feel like you need a side hustle in like just no, administrative life hacks by Dylan. No, I'm not because I'm doing my own shit this year, man. I'm building a oh, renovation. I'm yeah, not doing an extension. Yeah, okay. Right. You like that, don't you? I do. It's a good wrap-up point. Hey, it? Emma. Jill. You know I love you. I love you too. No, I appreciate you coming in. Um, yeah. I appreciate everything you do. Thank you for your openness Thank and your honesty. Thank you for Tessa and... Murray's incredible in and out Oh, we haven't spoken about Will hustling me either to go to his mate's cafe and... I didn't know. Remember we went to... Um, I went out for lunch with Will and he took me to his mate's no, place in St Kilda. I didn't know he took we you to, to his the... mate's. I know you went out to lunch. I didn't know it was to a mate's. Yeah, it was really good. Went to McCoy's restaurant, his friend. Ah, uh, yes. The one on... Um, it's like... It's like on St Kilda Road. St Kilda Road yeah. as you're coming through the... Just over the Dandenong Bridge... It looks like a food truck out the front. Yeah, it's yellow. Um, it's got what big yellow the, sign. It's, um, Don't know the name it's Chil- of it. It's Chilean. Yes, truck. and it's amazing food. Really incredible food. Yeah. Um, oh, bugger me dead. Bugger me. I'll have to get the restaurant name and I'll put it on social media. Okay. But yeah, Chilean yellow truck, St Kilda. <laughs> Fuck, it was, it was unbelievable. St Kilda's yellow jumper's coming up on Google. I don't know what that is. <laughs> anyway, we'll find that out. Emma, love you so much. Um, Thank you for having for me. Tess. And by the way, if you go to the Run Club in Sydney, you'll see Tess Murray, who's yeah. been the captain of the Run Club. She yeah. dominated on the weekend. Yeah. And um, I think that's it. Love it. Ilya XX. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another Clubby Sports Podcast. If you like this episode and you're looking for something else to listen to next, I've added a link in the show notes to another episode that I think you will love. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Dylan Friends, on TikTok at Dylan Friends, and if you want to send something in for the show or chat to us on the minis, any bit of feedback, please email me at mailbag at dylanfriends.com. We'll chat to you soon. IlyXX, thank you so much. Easter. Four days of outdoor adventures, work in the garage or doing stuff around the home or even in the garden. you got to love that. Bring on the jobs and pile them up. 101 long weekend jobs ready to tackle. You could be in the outdoors, putting your four-wheel drive to the test, tearing down an internal wall or maybe putting a new one up, or even repurposing an old wine barrel for an outdoor table. Whatever the task over Easter, Trojan Tools are up for the job. Trojan Tools. Quality tools at DIY prices backed by a lifetime warranty. Available in store or online at Bunnings Warehouse. Trojan. Tools built tough. The AFL season is underway and you can now watch every game of every round live on KO. Games of the round include Carlton vs Richmond on Thursday night. These games don't get much bigger than this and no matter where these teams are on the ladder, it's always a blockbuster. On Friday night, it's Collingwood vs Sydney. Speaking of big games, these two do not play a bad one, especially with Brodie Grundy and Taylor Adams now playing for the Swans against their old mob, the Pies. And on Saturday afternoon, it's Essendon vs Hawthorne, the line in the sand. Gee whiz, this could be exciting. Two young up-and-coming teams. Watch live now with no ad breaks in play. 4K capabilities have arrived. You can now watch selected AFL games in detail so clear you think you're part of the action. New to KO? Get on board and start your free trial today.